0: Going crazy? We're not going bananas. We're going ape. Shh. Welcome to another episode of Going Ape. Shh. I'm your host, Everbrilla, The Gorilla, and do I got a good one for you. I got to talk with upcoming Canadian country artist Caitlin Laner, who just released her debut EP, 10 Bucks, a couple weeks back, and uh, this coming Saturday, from, well, when this is being released, uh, she is playing the Capitol Music Club in Saskatoon for a release show for that. She also announced she is playing the Dakota Dunes Casino, just uh, south of Saskatoon there. And Whitecap though, kind of similar to Saskatoon I guess. They're not too far outside of town there. She's playing that show with other Saskatchewan artist, Tennille Arts who has blown up the charts north and south the border. So those should be great shows. This might actually be the quickest turnaround of interviews and well releases I've ever done. That's in large part to uh, some issues as I mentioned in the last episode about getting the Chelsea Carey interview out to you guys some computer issues and just being in a complete funk and not really able to function too well for a week just through the motions but it got out to you and this one is getting out to you in quick turnover time especially with that show I've seen her play acoustically and her live show with a full band is supposed to be even better and that is hard to believe given how good she was just playing a simple acoustic show just her and a guitar. All right, without further ado, here's my conversation with the one, the only, the extremely talented Caitlin Laner, which includes her transition from track star to up and coming country star. I'm joined with uh, Caitlin Laner. How's everything going, Caitlin?
1: Hey, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, not too bad. Day is nearly done. Day is nearly done.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel ya. <laughs> I'm ready for bed soon
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing you're been pretty busy because you have your upcoming uh, 10 bucks EP release show coming up in a week or so
1: yeah the release show is coming up next Saturday November 19th here in Saskatoon at the Capitol Music Club um, so yeah I feel like I've been really busy um Just in this last week, kind of just trying to get all the final details and everything ready for the show. But I've been working on this show, kind of starting to get everything. I started planning everything probably like two months out. So it's been a process. And, um, but it's been, it's been fun. And I'm just, I'm really excited for the show. The guys and I have a really fun, um, Full set planned And um, we have a local artist um, Morgan Robertson Who's going to be opening For us here for the night um, I was really wanting it To be like a female Female country night So <laughs> I was happy To get on this with us too And um, yeah I'm getting some new Merch done for the show I'm getting physical CDs Done for the first time ever um, Which I'm super excited about um, So yeah It's been busy But I'm so excited And looking forward to it
0: So how exactly Did you get started in music Because you were a Very successful track athlete from what I've gathered competing at U of S and even representing Canada, I believe at some points.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was on team Canada. Um, I was a heptathlete. Um, so yeah, I did team Canada for a little bit and, um, yeah, competed through university. And, um, it's kind of funny. I feel like when I was younger and like little growing up, like music was my thing and music and singing and performing was kind of what I was known for in my smallish town of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. And, um, I did RCM vocal training when I was younger, so I did lots of like classical things. And um, but I love the musical theater side of things. And again, I always just I loved country and pop music and just. Um, the like live performance side of things. I remember always just like watching concerts on TV of artists of like Shania Twain and Britney Spears. And I'd be like dancing along with them like in the living room. <laughs> so performing and music was kind of my thing growing up. And then um, I was always really into sports. I started out as a gymnast when I was younger. And then um, I got a little too tall to be a gymnast. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, I don't know, my my legs were were not the gymnastic <laughs> type <laughs> but um but my legs were for track and field so <laughs> i got into track field um kind of after and um through high school track and field kind of started taking over my life and became kind of my thing that i was um i guess kind of known for and it was my thing that i was successful at and that um was allowing me to travel and do different things. And um, so going into university, um, track and field was kind of the way to go. And um, I was super fortunate. I ended up getting a few different offers from some Div 1 schools in the States. And um, that was always my plan and my goal. I never really wanted to stay in Canada for school. I wanted to go down and kind of be the Canadian girl at at a college be somewhere warm and get out of these harsh Canadian winters. <laughs> and um, so I went on a couple of visits to a few schools down in the States and um, Calgary, the university of Calgary kind of snuck in um a little bit last minute with all of this university planning. And, um, I was invited out to a training camp with the University of Calgary. Um, it's kind of like, it was a high performance, like heptathlete group of Canada at the time. And the coach there, he was the, um, he was the Olympic coach for the, um, heptathletes. So, um, I got invited to a training camp with that group down in Arizona and, um, got to spend some time with them, worked really hard, ran my butt off while I was Down there. And um, after that first camp, I was still kind of leaning towards the States. And then I got invited back to a second one. So I had to go tell all my high school teachers in grade 12 that I was (laughs) peacing out again to the States. (laughs) Yeah, so it was after that second training camp that I was kind of. uh, I was like, I feel like Calgary is the place to be. And this just, it feels good to me. And I love the coach. I love the group of girls that I was training with. And um, it just seemed like the right decision. So yeah, so I ended up going to Calgary for school and um, and for track and field. And that's when I made my first um, team Canada as a heptathlete, which is seven events over two days. If, for those who do not know, it is grueling, <laughs> but super fun. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I did that and then um, competed in Calgary for a few years and then kind of decided that I wanted a little bit of a change and um, decided to do a transfer to the U of S in Saskatoon. So that's what brought me back to my home province of Saskatchewan. And I finished off my last couple years um, in Saskatoon here as a Husky and was fortunate enough to win some national medals <laughs> in my last couple of years here and um, do just really well with the um the whole husky um especially our female team um, I was part of a really good group here at the U of S and so yeah so super happy to have those years um, here to finish off and um, music was always the plan though and was kind of always the thing I wanted to do and my parents have always been super supportive but they were like go to school get a degree and you're always going to have your voice and so you can do that after so anyway so I got my got my university degree in kinesiology in fall of 2019 and right when I had that um, really in the last year of school, I was kind of working to get my foot in the door, um, just into the music world again and started playing a little bit more, started getting a little bit more serious about writing. Um, and through university, like I still, I still sang, I played guitar, I did lots of like, I recorded videos and threw them up on my like YouTube channel. And, um, I used to do the national anthems at lots <laughs> of our like U of Um, I sang at lots of our like football games, basketball games. And, um, so it was still kind of, it was part of my life, just wasn't as big, um, as it is now. But, um, yeah. <laughs> last year of school, I kind of just started getting ready to be able to go all in um, when I was graduated. So yeah, so I graduated in 2019 and have my degree. And um, yeah, and then I released my debut single um, a year later in fall of 2020.
0: Nice. So how's that transition been for you, especially because you seem to do a lot of everything yourself being an independent artist. To my knowledge, you don't have any uh, management and stuff to really go through even on your website. It's emails go directly to you not uh not having to go through a third party at all so
1: <laughs> yeah it's all me if um Yeah, contact for shows or anything. Um, Yeah, I wear a lot of hats, and um, I think part part of that was just because I started my my music career um, like during the pandemic in 2020, and um, I had a lot of time at home, and I was like, okay, let's figure out how this industry works. Let's figure (laughs) out how to release a single because I was like, I have no idea. I was like, how do I get a song on Spotify? I have I don't know. (laughs) So I think I just like I dove in and I watched lots of lots of like youtube videos i listened to lots of podcasts i read like tons of articles just about how to kind of be in the music industry and how to do these things and um while i kind of learned that i was kind of just learning the ins and outs like a little bit of the business and management side and booking side and stuff like that and then um i kind of it's funny you know i feel like it's interesting that i started my career like smack in the middle of a pandemic um (laughs) which I don't know if some people will be like oh weird decision but I mean like I don't know we we needed music at that time you know it was we were in the pandemic for 2 years and as much as live shows and everything took a halt people were still we're still making music and still releasing things and I feel like it kind of just it gave me the opportunity to kind of just like sit back and just like soak in as much as I could and kind of be ready um and get myself prepared for when things open back up in the world. And I was like, okay, now I know how to book my own shows. And I know how to kind of self-manage myself. And I know how to release music. Um, so yeah, so I wear a lot of hats. And I love learning about the back end side of the industry, just because it's wild and super interesting to me. Um, but it's busy. It's busy as heck. I feel like it's <laughs> a lot to do. Um, again, it's so much fun. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. But there's, um, like I say, especially like weeks, like right now, like I said, like leading up to an ep release show a couple weeks ago like releasing the ep you know doing interviews and planning uh, press and stuff like that and doing all my merch myself and dropping (laughs) it off picking it up and all of that it's um it's a lot but like i say it's all it's all for for music and it's something that i'm like hugely passionate about and um yeah i wouldn't rather be doing anything else (laughs)
0: So is the plan to stay in Saskatchewan like uh, Jess Moskluk has done? I know Justin Labrash is still up there. Or is it kind of head down south to Nashville like Tennille Arts, who you're performing with on New Year's Eve? That was recently announced. Or Shantaya. What's the plan yeah, that way? I-
1: Oh man, I'm so excited to do the New Year's show with Tenille. Um Again, I've kind of, I've, I've known Tenille for years. Like I say, all of us kind of Saskatchewan crew. We kind of grew up together and doing the same kind of shows and talent shows and stuff like that. So um, it'll be really cool to be able to be doing that show with her. Um, New Year's at the Dakota Dunes, but. Um, as for where I'm going to be, I don't know. You know, I, um, I've i never been to Nashville. <laughs> and, you know, I, my whole thing was that I didn't, I specifically did not want to go to Nashville while I was in university because I was like, I'm pretty sure if I go down and if I'm introduced to this whole music world, I'm going to want to drop out of school and I'm going to want to quit doing track and I'm just going to want to get in here. Um, and so I didn't want to, I felt like it would be like a major tease to myself <laughs> to like go down. <laughs> in school and so I like him specifically said I was like, no, I'm not doing Nashville while I'm in school just because that's gonna be too much and but after I'm done, um, I'll make a trip. And so like I say, I graduated in um yeah, twenty nineteen and then early twenty twenty pandemic hit and travel could not happen. So I was like, uh-huh. well, i guess I'm up here for a little bit. And um yeah, now that things are opened up again, I'm definitely planning on making a trip. I'm hoping to go down in the springtime. Um and I think I've just I've been able to meet a lot of people um, in the industry and people that are down in Nashville, other artists, some co-writers, um, co-writes just to get into. And, um, just like some other kind of industry people. And, um, I always kind of wanted to like somewhat meet some people kind of beforehand so that when I go down there, I can kind of have a bit of a plan (laughs) of action and, you know, be able to meet up with some people and do some co-writes and go and like see some studios and meet some producers and things like that. So, um, yeah, definitely planning to go down in the springtime. Um, but as for where I want to live, I would never, I don't know, I would never, I would never live anywhere without like visiting it first. So I might, we might talk again when I get back from Nashville and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like it was the best thing ever. So that's a possibility. But I think it's so cool. Like I say, looking at someone like Jess, who has the career that she has, um, and she's been able to do it all while living here in small town, Saskatchewan on a farm. And yeah. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Um, you know, I think that lots of people, especially in the country music world are kind of like nashville is the be-all end-all and um i think it's cool to see people like i say like jess that just have such a strong connection to their roots and to where where they were brought up and that they can make it work um being you know kind of in both places and taking trips and while still being able to be here
0: yeah, I had to ask her about that at one point because I would have thought, okay, she'd moved to Saskatoon or Calgary or I don't mm-hmm. know Toronto, Vancouver, a big city where there'd be more stuff and opportunities. She's like, no, this is home. This is just where I want to be. So,
1: yeah.
0: okay. and like, and <laughs> thing,
1: like I say, I feel like my this whole conversation could very well change after I make a first trip to Nashville and see what it's <laughs> like. But, um, you know, like I say, us as artists and musicians, like lots of our life is, like I say, it's spent on the road and doing shows and things like that. And it's just like, as long as you have a home base to come back to and hang out at and and do your calls from and stuff when you're not playing shows, I mean, you can make it work.
0: So, I mean, I'm guessing Calgary and the CCMAs must have helped you meet a lot of people, some that are down south, some that are in Canada. You may or may not regret that because you met me, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) no. Oh, I love it. I'm so happy that I was able to meet so many people, um, and you for the whole uh, time in Calgary. But CCMA week was fun. That was my first CCMA week that I really ever attended. Um, I was I went to the I went to the CCMA's when they were in Calgary in 2019, but it was more kind of like as a spectator. I kind of just like I kind of knew of a few things going on, and I just went to some of the like shows and things. Um, and so really this, I feel like this was kind of my first experience of, you know, a full CCMA week. And um, I was nervous for it. I feel like I don't get <laughs> nervous for things. But looking at this week, I was like, man, this is going to be a lot. And like I say, just because I'm, I'm on my own, I'm not, I am not—I don't have like a management or obviously a label team or anything. Um, I was going to all these events like solo for the most part. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is, I don't know, put on your... Put on your extrovert hat and <laughs> go and meet and talk to as many people as you can. And um, but it was so much fun. It was just it was such a good week. I feel like it's just so it was a pretty cool feeling just to be surrounded by like so many people that have the same just like mindset as you and the same goals and the same passion. Um and so that was really special. Like I say, being able to meet lots of the artists and like some higher up kind of music industry people was so cool. And um, everyone was so nice. I feel like that was something that kind of always shocks me a little bit. I'm just like, you know, you're able to meet some of these artists that... um realistically it's like they don't they don't owe you anything oh yeah (laughs) they can do their nice hi nice to meet you off for picture and that be that but i was able to speak to some people that were just like so kind um i got to meet luke from the hunter brothers yeah um, i saw you guys
0: talking there that one night
1: (laughs) gosh what a fantastic guy um chatted with don amera who again don was so nice it was funny we had like a barrier between us because (laughs) it was at the md party and and he looked down and he's like, this is ridiculous. I'm coming around to chat with you and be on the stage. <laughs> I'm like, That's so nice. Like, so yeah, no, CCMA was a super fun week. Um, I got to play six shows, which was insane. I was hoping that I could get into like one show, maybe two shows. And um, when I had six, I was like, okay, this is more than I was expected. But um, so fun. And so yeah, just it was a fantastic time. I feel like it was just uh, I'm going to have really good memories going forward for my first ever CCMA week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I remember one of my uncles who doesn't really listen to much music at all, let alone country music, was at the Labor Day game, which you played the halftime show for. So when yeah, you're wearing a rider sweater, you're from Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he sent me a message saying, OK, I don't know like what your scheduler is or anything, but this is the person's name who played the halftime show. She was really good. Go check her out. So I'm like, OK, I looked it up. I'm like, OK, I'll try to find a way to make this work. And I think I ended up seeing you perform twice i think yeah it was twice yeah one just before the mdm party and then you were also outside there the day of the ccmas
1: yeah that's sunday down at like um yeah somewhere downtown
0: <laughs> yeah i don't really remember it was like, okay i'm gonna i got some time to kill for the ccmas i'm gonna go down there i know devin cooper's playing i know uh mariah's playing i'll just go yeah. down there I'm like oh there's caitlin again okay awesome i'm in yeah. for a good little bit of music all right <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah so, no, it was really fun
0: So now you have the EP that came out uh, I believe about a couple weeks ago now uh, mm-hmm. So why these four songs And were there any more songs That were considered for it Like why do you settle on Ten bucks, obviously that's the name of the EP So it kind of got to be on there uh, Matter yeah. of Wine, which is still stuck in my head For the last two months <laughs> This bar also stuck in there for the last two months And All Mine, which is slowly Getting stuck in my head <laughs> over the last couple of weeks night,
1: night, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> Um, yeah, there were, Um. there were definitely other songs, you know, I've kind of been, Um. I've been working and planning to have like an EP um, release, I've been dropping singles for the last like couple years. And Um. yeah, I've just, I wanted to have a collective project. And um, when looking at kind of like an album versus a smaller, like an EP, I kind of feel just, you know, being being a new artist, again, we live in a single world, everyone's attention span is like a goldfish right now. (laughs) And it's kind of just like less is more. So I wanted to have a collective project, but I wanted to kind of keep it short and concise. So, um, yeah, I wanted it to be about four or five songs and I kind of just started going through my, um, my repertoire and uh, songs that I had written and, um, yeah, to pick the songs for the EP. And, um, there was a, I mean, there was like a good, uh, I probably started with like, um, probably narrowed it down to like seven or eight and I was like okay let's pick the best and the ones that feel the best out of this group and um, I sent some over to my producer Bart McKay um, because I trust his opinion and experience in this field and so he was really helpful of kind of giving me some feedback on the songs but um, I knew that 10 bucks was going to be on that EP that (laughs) was I knew that I wrote that song I was like I feel like I have something fun here I like this one so that one was it for sure matter of Wine. Um, Matter of Wine was the last song written, I guess, out of the group of the songs on the EP, and um, that one was written with an artist out of Calgary, Aaron Pollock. And um, I don't, I don't do tons of co-writes. I feel like I'm still <laughs> new the kind of co-writing game, and um, I think that Aaron and I—that was the first time that we had done a co-write together—and I think both of us were just like really happy and kind of surprised with how well it went, <laughs> and. We were like, wait, this is such a fun song. And again, with it just kind of being the pandemic, we were just like, man, I feel like this is just everybody's like <laughs> mind for the last like little bit. And like, it's just it's a fun like lyrically, there's a lot of puns in it with wine references and stuff. And, I just like, love it's puns.
0: Just, so it immediately yeah, I'm like, I, OK, there's this pun, that pun. OK, I'm sold.
1: yeah it's fun it's just like it's light it's playful the music video that um i did for it is like super i feel just like kind of over the top and just like again playful and funny (laughs) the whole thing through um so yeah so i knew that that was gonna be a song on it um and then all mine was um I love a good, like, ballad, kind of, you know, heartbreak country song. (laughs) Um, I knew that I needed a song like that on this um, EP, and um, that song just felt like it was kind of the one. Um, I was just like, I I love the storyline of this one. I love the melodies and everything of it, and I feel like it just, like, um, it just has that feeling of a good country sad breakup ballad song
0: <laughs> well when the ep um, dropped that's the first one i went to because okay i've heard 10 bucks i've heard matter of wine i've heard this bar let's see uh what all mine is and then as i'm listening to it, i'm going okay i look okay you wrote this by yourself so my first thought went to who hurt you caitlin who hurt you,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you write this? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> no, I feel like it's just like i always like try to pawn my songs off to just like general, like, you know, when you go through a breakup and you know, when you like hypothetically have this feeling, no, but it's like, yeah, this, I wrote that song on my bedroom floor and you know, it's just, I don't know, you're scrolling through, (laughs) scrolling through the jam and you see a picture of some person that you used to be with, with a different person. And you're just like, oh man. And you know, I feel like with like relationships that maybe ended, ended bad, ended not great. It was like a very, you know, like even if it's like, a, this is for the best, I feel like even whenever you see kind of like a picture of that person pop up with someone else, um, whether like, however it ended, like you kind of have that thought in your mind being like, man, that could have been me in that photo. <laughs> <laughs> and that was definitely the case and kind of just like what sparked the idea for this song. And yeah, I sat down, I think I wrote it within like 45 minutes. So it was a very quick <laughs> one. I kind of just vomited into my little songwriting notebook. And um, yeah, and that's the ballad track off the EP. <laughs>
0: Nice. So, I mean, what can people yeah. expect when they see you with a full band? Because I've only seen you play acoustically, which was still yeah. very much fun. And you were dancing around with the guitar there.
1: Yeah, man. Our, our I love my full band shows. Um, they're they're super fun. They're super high energy. Our sets are, um, they're just, I feel like we play a lot of, um, a lot of just like fun cover songs and like really big vocals. um the guys my bandmates that I play with um I love those guys so much they're all like such good friends and really like with lots of them we kind of started off as like they were just friends of mine kind of in the music scope and then um when I started looking for players I was like I would love it to just be friends and a group of people that love being with each other anyways so anyways the guys are so much fun and they bring so much energy and so much excitement to the stage too um so yeah, I think our live our live shows are just they're a lot of fun. Lots of energy and it's just a good time.
0: Well, I'm hoping I get the chance to see you perform live with a full band at some point. I've been fortunate enough to hear you sing live. That's something. <laughs>
1: is something they're both like I yeah I love the full band shows I love the solo acoustic ones though too they're like they're super different my my solo acoustic sets are pretty different than the like full band ones but um yeah I really like the acoustic shows too and they're just like a little bit more intimate and I usually feel like I can talk a little bit more and kind of talk about stories of the songs and stuff without having a band you know kind of getting into the next (laughs) all the time yeah they're both really fun
0: uh, let's just go through some rapid fire questions here for you. Uh, go to karaoke song.
1: Oh, um, last name Harry Underwood.
0: <laughs> uh, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. <laughs> uh, dream duet partner.
1: Ooh, Kelsey Bellarini.
0: <laughs> uh, if you could be any kind of cookie, what cookie would you be?
1: Oh, chocolate chip. Everybody loves a chocolate
0: chip. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite? Well, you did a hep- you're a heptathlete, so this might be. I don't know how many track events you didn't do, but what would be your favorite track event you didn't get to really do?
1: Oh, that I didn't get to do pole vault. I kind oh, okay. of, I did like a little, little bit, but, um, yeah, looking back, I'm like, man, I feel like I could have been decent at that. If I just threw in an eighth event,
0: <laughs> uh, most Canadian thing about yourself. Ooh,
1: that's a good question. <laughs> um, Man, I love Tim Hortons. Probably that.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, since you have your song, Matter of Wine, what is your favorite kind of wine?
1: Oh, uh, man, probably a rosé. And I don't even make a rosé reference in the whole song. <laughs> all
0: right. Which is uh, really all right. And what is the weirdest question you've ever been asked in an interview? And that's not mine.
1: Oh, that's a good question, too. <laughs> um, Weirdest question. Weirdest question. Man, I don't know. Man, I I need to like think about that and like text you (laughs) at some point. (laughs) I don't think I've had anything like really weird. Nothing sticks out to me. Okay. I actually think this isn't a, this is just like a weird experience. I had an interview once that I did and it was like a full hour um, and it was over Zoom in the pandemic. And after it was finished, the person messaged me and was like, um, they were like, it didn't save.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: So I had to like reschedule and redo this full like 60 minute interview.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I had to do an interview that was like 30, 45 minutes several times. And it wasn't because it didn't save. Unfortunately, there were other circumstances for that one, but
1: (laughs) yeah, not fun.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Caitlin. And, uh, November 19th, you have your show at the Capitol music club there. Best of luck with that. And the new year's show.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm
0: well thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me Caitlin it's always a pleasure I do enjoy talking to you again we met in Calgary there when you played bottle screw bills I think it's called yeah bottle screw bills pub yep and then she happened happen to be playing again when I went to go see uh, Devin Cooper and Mariah Stokes doing a show together out at the sea train village or sea village what's that one called there Should have it up here somewhere. C Square East Village. That's what it was. C Square East Village. Played uh, an amazing show there. That's where the album art picture came from that I took, is uh, from that one there at the C Square. Good times. Again, if you're in Saskatoon uh, November 19th, go check out the Ten Bucks EP release show. She's also playing in Lloydminster, Alberta. Or, well, could also be considered Saskatchewan, but on what's out of the border she's doing the rodeo show there as well as white Cap, saskatchewan just out the saskatoon there at the dakota dunes new year's with Tenille arts go check her out she is an amazing artist to see and perform live all right that'll do it for this episode of going ape Shh. i've been your host everett bro the gorilla don't forget to like on facebook at everett bro the gorilla on Twitter Barilla Gorilla, Instagram, Barilla the Gorilla, bro the Gorilla Photography, as well as going Ape itself. Check out uh, BarillaTheGorilla.ca. the Gorilla Pictures are up there, blog posts, as well as links to where you can subscribe to the podcast in various networks such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud itself, which is where this is usually released to, Um, then at some RSS, RMSS feed, whatever it is. Too technical for me, too technical for me, I figured it out once, that's all I gotta figure it out for, thank goodness. Alright, but again... Amazing stuff gets put up on there, so check that out. And until next time, good night, everybody.